drink the Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these these are are our opinions. opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have Andrea Cassetta. Yay! <laughs> we survived. Barely, but yes. Yeah. We we've had a rough few weeks. I think we all came out of it learning something. I came out with new skills. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> Yeah, it was really about the friendship we had all along. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been learning how to tell different uh, gang tags apart because uh, (laughs) (laughs) on my new apartment, there's just right outside, there's been an MS-13 tag for a while. And then the other day I got tagged over with the second gang's tag. And then (laughs) (laughs) MS-14. The sequel. The MSing. A day after that, it got tagged over with yet another third gang's tag. And at this point, <laughs> it's just a Los Angeles soap opera, and I love it. Besos y lágrimas. Yeah. The worst part is, is it said "call for a good time," and then <laughs> MS one three three oh nine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so we've all been learning stuff, you know, just all. (laughs) Yeah, I got a new phone. I uh, still don't understand why if the ringtone is up, my Facebook makes a noise every time I like something. It's really annoying. I hate it. I don't know how to stop it. Uh, Armando is laughing because he knows exactly how to stop it. Yeah. I, I, uh, one of my favorite things about, uh, about Andrea is how anytime she gets a new piece of technology, she turns into everyone's grandmother, but they're just like, I don't, I don't understand how it works. And honestly, I'm pretty scared. (laughs) Oh my God. Are the buttons? I think it's the devil. (laughs) Well, I had the strange experience of, I had taken some time off. Uh, because we kind of knew uh, that my grandmother was was likely going to pass. Uh, but then we, I, I'm sorry, sorry to bring the mood down. Uh, I thought you were going to say you fine. knew that the Capitol was going to be stormed. And I was like, holy shit, Paige. I'm the missing link. No, I had no idea. Uh, I really didn't. Uh, but so I had taken some time off for that. And then we ended up taking a couple weeks off and the world went crazy. And so I ended up having way more free time than I've had in the last three years over the last three (laughs) weeks. Uh, So I got surprisingly good at video games. What? I know. What video game did you learn? Okay, girl, girl. So I, so I, as if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, you've probably, I think I've talked about this before. The last time I was good at video games was the Sega Genesis because it only had like three <laughs> buttons and and my hands are not very large. And so for N64 and everything in between, I had really struggled with the little like joysticks and I couldn't do them. 
and Jake had tried been trying to find things that I could play to like so that I can also use the PS4 that's in our home. Mm-hmm. And so I started out with one called Counter Spy, where you only have to move like back and forth and up and down. And you don't have to like, but you have to like aim like a first person shooter. And within a couple days, I had maxed out all the weapons and taken over two enemy bases. It was like, <laughs> like and he was like, okay, I think we need something harder. So he started me on a child's game uh, called Ratchet and Clank, uh, which is it's like a, a children's RPG. Uh, and two days later, I was playing in challenge mode and had maxed out every possible weapon so that no one in the game could get within like 50 feet of me. I was just unstoppable. I had this gun that shot ninja stars and every and I I. <laughs> It had gotten to the point where I could not earn any more money in the game. Like I had all the money. Like I had all the bolts. I had the gold bolts, all the guns, the secret museums, everything. And my husband was like, <laughs> "In okay. fairness, you are dunking on children." So <laughs> yes, he's like, "You've become a warlord in a children's video game. <laughs> this is a problem. You need to play things that are clearly more to your skill set." So I am about to finish my first playthrough of Horizon Zero Dawn. Wow! I've been playing it for a week. Is. What's up? And I, I'm finishing my first playthrough. These are all very good video games. Paige, did you um did you do the the bonus uh challenge in Ratchet and Clank where you find all the MS13 tags? <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're in the secret crates next to the Raritanium. Um <laughs> you, yeah, I I did all the extra challenges. I found all the stuff, and it got to the point where I got to like I played through twice. So I played through once normal and then once in challenge mode. And I got to the like big boss at the end and I got to fire two guns at him and then he was dead because that's how maxed out my weapons. I was just so wildly overpowered in the game. Yeah, so now I'm playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and everything's fine. Now I play stuff. I'm playing Witcher 3 next. Ooh, how many abs do you have in that game? So many. And then I think after that, I'm either playing Assassin's Creed or Ghost of Tsushima. We'll see. My mom is such a huge Assassin's Creed fan, uh, and she just keeps. She's just like every single game's the same, and I love it. I hope they don't change it. <laughs> I just found out that there's going to be a new Horizon Zero Dawn game for the yeah. PS5, and I was like, well, now we have to find a PS5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only game I've ever cared about is Pokemon, and that's exactly how I feel about it. It's like it's pretty much the same game a thousand times. Like you catch all the cute shit and then you fight people with them with your animal slaves or whatever and it's just like (laughs) i love this it's great i just want they're so adorable and murderous and i love it yeah i've been uh speaking of video games the only game i've been playing when i get the chance to play it is cyberpunk uh, 2077 which is a fantastic game with a lot of problems but i was in a similar boat as page where i was playing it on a pretty high difficulty but i ended up uh what's known as min maxing my character which is where you max out one or two particular skills and then you accidentally become unstoppable so yeah, he that's is... what i've done with art actually and that's why i can't figure out how to use my phone <laughs> <laughs> so you min maxed your life i min maxed my life <laughs> So that's that's what my character my character just runs around with a shotgun and these uh they're called gorilla hands in the game they're just like you have cybernetic arms that are essentially just 
jack battering rams yeah, they're, <laughs> they're absolutely unfair to everyone else in the game and so it's great because it's a a few times during the game, there's like a point in the story where somebody's like, all right, so we got to go in like real quiet. And I'm just like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Uh, This is me in Horizon Zero Dawn where I have maxed out my bow, mm-hmm. like my sharpshooting bow and maxed out my armor. And I'm about to find secret armor because I collected power cells to get it in this weird side quest. So... I literally just walk through bandit camps, just a sea of murder, just like (laughs) cutting people down. Like it's in, I just, I can't tell you how much time over the last couple of weeks I've spent just on the top of a ridge, just sniping machines for fun. I can't even carry the stuff that their death will give me. (laughs) I'm just killing them for my own pleasure. You full Oregon trailed it. (laughs) A hundred percent. Speaking uh, of dystopian futures, uh, yes. we recorded Terminator for Horror Virgin. It's no, we announced it on the show. It's not like a secret that's coming out. And I don't know how long it's been since you've watched the original Terminator, but the opening scene is like a tank driving over just piles of human skulls, and it just says Los Angeles 2029. Yeah, <laughs> not far off, honestly. No. Dead. Absolutely, so dead. much more accurate than I thought. But yeah, wow. Hurtful, yeah, the but craziest yeah. part is when they zoom out, you can see that it's that fucking truck Elon Musk designed. That's the-, <laughs> <laughs> the weird square one. Yeah, it's like, oh, how did they know? That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. I yeah, I uh I love that goddamn movie so much. I love the Terminator series. And speaking of uh dystopian societies where the main characters eventually became a Republican politician. Um, we, oh, I, wow that was good accurate <laughs> accurate you. Oh. i i think it should be worth mentioning because we haven't done it so far that we are we are going we have decided to take a break uh from covering the the from finishing our series on donald trump and his followers um mostly because at this point we're about to record we were about to record part six um and then about three more parts of stuff happened in about yeah. a week in about a week <laughs> span and we don't even know what the fallout is like yeah no, what's gonna we, happen we gotta wait to see how this is gonna play out yeah it was it was almost <laughs> it was almost a, a hopeful ignorance and a and a, a a strong hubris that made me think that we could start covering trump and it was like hey it'll probably be done by the time we're done with the thing and then it'll line up and then we won't have to deal with it anymore <laughs> Uh, my favorite was people on Twitter being like, cult podcast predicted this. And I was like, honestly, I hoped we were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never was like, I'm glad I'm right about this. I was more like, oh, no, that was, <laughs> I was catastrophizing. <laughs> Please don't let it be true. Oh, my God. I hate it. Thanks. Yes. It's a terrible it. situation, and I hate it. And I stayed up until 7 a.m. trying to write the episode for this week. Because also, I, uh, you know, peek behind the curtain, just moved, just got internet on Friday. So I wasn't Woo-hoo. able to do uh, research until Friday. And then Saturday, stayed up pretty much all of the day trying to write. And it's your birthday on this release date. <laughs> yeah, it is. So this no Monday. fucking pressure, dude. <laughs> Happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Happy fucking birthday, dude. Oh, my God. All I want for my birthday is some semblance of a normal life. That's it. Um, yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Consequences. That's what I want for your birthday. Consequences. <laughs> for me? 
no no for the pe- <laughs> for for the people who mounted a, a like violent insurrection oh, in our yeah. capital yeah i i feel like it's it's been such a weird situation where like i feel like i've seen people talk about it but i haven't really seen a lot of people in uh the mainstream media bring this up of how like okay so first of all you guys saw like the gallows that they built right oh they were fully trying to murder the vice president yeah 100 they were and they were and i really don't believe it was just them i mean fucking imagine what they would have done if they got their hands on aoc on the fucking squad like uh, oh for sure it's fucking absolutely terrifying. And then you have these fucking QAnon senators giving out fist bumps and tweeting update live updates on their personal Twitter feeds telling you where fucking Pelosi is going, where they are. And the the whole scene is so like there, you know, there's people telling them like, you know, you're going to want to take off your pin so that it's harder to tell that you're a congressperson. Uh, you had the veteran Congress people being like, all right, so here's how you're going to put on your gas mask in the event of a shooter. This is how you're going to want to like do shit. And it's just like, man, that is not okay. Cause it's like, yeah, they stopped them. They got them, but people still died. And the, the fucking, and I one mean, of the senators opened the doors for the protesters. Yeah. So it's just like, it's coming from inside the Capitol. You guys like this is. Yeah. These are crimes. Yes, absolutely. And they should be prosecuted. But what's even stupider is that they think, do they really think that these people are going to recognize which senators are quote unquote theirs or not? Like they may recognize AOC. They may recognize Pelosi. Everyone else, it's a fucking toss up. I watch the news all the time. I could only pick a handful of them out of a lineup. So you really think that you're safe? Like, no. They would have hung anybody. Well, that's, and it didn't yeah. matter. That was so, that's what was so funny to me is that they just told the senators like take off your pins because if you don't have that on, they don't. They know. can't tell who you are. Yeah, no one's fucking educated enough to get that shit going on. Um, so yeah, it, it's. I just feel like there's such a. I feel like no one's paying attention to what the you know what the full plan was, and not nobody, but I just feel like there's not enough people talking about like. What was the end goal? Like, if they got in, they weren't just going to peacefully stand there and, like, watch them count the thing. They wanted to stop the count. They were calling for blood. They were calling for hanging. They were going to kill the full line of succession. Yeah. Like, yeah. that. that's what they were there to do, is wipe out the line of succession so that there would be no option for replacing Trump. And if you're Vice President Pence right now, you should be fucking furious. Wow. Like, his family was there. Like, and here's the thing. I don't like the guy. Never yeah. have. But that's some fucked up shit. And if it was me, I'd want fucking revenge. And the fact that he hasn't tried to take it boggles my mind. Well, even worse that he says he's not going to invoke the 25th until uh, until he does something worse. That's what and I'm was. like, which is what? Like, w- yeah, finish the job. Then you can't be here to do the 25th. You fucking stupid asshole. I'm just hoping for like a week down the line and Pence calls a meeting and he's like, look, I just want to say that uh, the other day I saw Donald uh, drinking out of the carton without a glass and that was the final <laughs> straw. I'm invoking I'm the 25th. 25th. Get the fuck out of my house. That's mommy's milk. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 This is one of those Accurate. Guys. That was a perfect, God. perfect impression. I can just full-grown Pence suckling at his wife's titty. I just, it's upsetting. <laughs> And I am visualizing it. 
anyway, <laughs> I think what's most upsetting for me is just sort of the willful ignorance on part of more people who consider themselves, quote unquote, like moderate Republicans of just like, well, you know, this is just the same as the Black Lives Matter protests. And it's just people standing up for their beliefs. Probably and like, not. I think that is what is most upsetting to me is a lack of recognition of the seriousness of what just happened and yeah. how horrible it is. Well, there's also, I mean, there were studies, there were research papers that were printed. There were There are multiple sources that you can look up. I mean, you can just look up blm protest uh violence statistics and find all of this shit very easily from multiple different sources that are very thoroughly vetted and it's very clear that they are overwhelmingly peaceful protests the black lives matter protests were overwhelmingly peaceful and a majority of the violence that happened were done against the protesters by police by federal agents and by counter protesters and then that's just from a statistical thing where they're like, well, what about all the violence that happened with the Black Lives Matter riots? Well, that was the same fucking side, first of all. Second of all, you have to think of like just the key reason for why things are happening. There, Black Lives Matter is a movement about stopping racial injustice, stopping police brutality and saying like, hey, this is a thing that's going on. We're not being treated like fair Americans. Uh, the thing that happened at the fucking Capitol building was people going like, hey, I know you guys followed the law and now you're doing the thing that the law is supposed to do, but I don't like that law. So, well, what the pro what the the capital terrorism was, too, is it was another hand of white supremacy. It was people oh, yeah. who believe that just because like they feel threatened by the idea that black and brown Americans should have the same rights and that is part of their impetus for storming the Capitol is that they think that Biden is going to like start handing out reparations and like kill babies. Like it's just all this like wild shit that doesn't really even make sense instead of just like, hey, everyone would like the same rights that you have. That's it. That's nah, all that people nah, want. Nah, I mean, I'm babies. also here. I was going to say, I'm also here for reparations. So like, you know, yeah, I 100%. So mad. Every dead baby is a better airplane trip for you in the future. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, strong, strong, accurate words. Oh, Uh, hold on. What is the? Oh, wow. Guys, I just got invited to the Republican Party. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. That's amazing. Absolutely incredible. Um, Um, I mean, like I mentioned in the Facebook group, I can't wait to just twerk and eat hot chip. Like, I am so ready. For sure. It's definitely not like Biden and Kamala Harris have done anything wrong ever and they're just super perfect for sure. Well, this is is what (laughs) we've been saying this. No elected official is above criticism. No elected official is above the law. You, it is incumbent upon us to call on these people to be the best that they can be for America. And that is a job that is never finished. No one is perfect. So criticize people, you know, voice concerns. That's our job as citizens to make sure that our Republic runs efficiently, you know? So like, yeah be be vocal about it but also fucking don't listen to QAnon. oh my god (laughs) like i can't think of a better way to say it than just like this is nonsense and it's provably false what the fuck 
there's a whole subreddit called like lost to QAnon where people are like, my wife believes in QAnon and now we have to get divorced because she's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know how anyone can't link this to white supremacy when there's literally like the Oath Keepers were there. Remember those guys from when we were covering like the OG fucking white supremacy groups? Yeah, the oath, the fucking Oath Keepers were there wearing proud hats. They were uh, putting up symbols of white supremacy they put up the confederate flag in a fucking federal building they put up these gallows that i don't know how you know i don't know honestly i don't know how well they would have worked uh Uh, they wouldn't have my favorite (laughs) tweets are the people who are like carpenters and stuff like my husband who are like you brought the wood you didn't bring a fucking level nerds like you can't you can't even do this shit right um if you wanted it done right you should have gone to home depot and you should have hired my family members (laughs) we would have got that shit set up right i'm right here i'm right here my fucking favorite picture from the capital insurgency is when they're trying to storm the gates and right outside is like a hispanic hot dog vendor who's just like (laughs) look man i'm not fucking here to ask questions i just i need to make this (laughs) motherfucker I'm just here for the hot dogs. I'm just here for the hot dogs. I'm just saying you can't overthrow a government on an empty stomach. All right. Come on. (laughs) I and I here's the thing. Death is bad. uh, But also uh, I I feel like sometimes people's deaths are a result of the choices they have made. Uh, And I know everyone has talked about the woman who was shot. Uh, and I know everybody's talked about the guy who accidentally tased himself to death in the balls. Uh, His problem was he tased the pee ball and it's and pee is conductive. <laughs> it is. Pee is conductive. But my favorite and favorite sounds so terrible and crass. The beautiful irony is the woman who was trampled to death while wrapped in a don't tread on me flag. Oh, my God. They're all oh, so Wow. Dumb. I, and and I feel bad because I'm like in poetry. Yes. And I know this woman probably has a family who is mourning her. And that's very, very sad. But also she attempted a coup while wrapped in a don't tread on me flag. <laughs> Choices were made. And the Darwin Awards is going to be crazy this year. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I yeah. just I'm just imagining don't tread on me fashions now of like, you know, like how in the South every year they're like, there's a duct tape prom dress competition but now i'm imagining like super right wing like there's a don't tread on me flag prom dress competition i gotta all right hold up i gotta look this up really quick because i bet you i swear to god i bet you there's a don't tread don't tread on on me me prom dress dress Oh, let's I see. hope there's one. Please share your screen if there is. All right, let's see. <laughs> uh, oh, there's not. Oh, oh well. Yes, we ladies. haven't tasted enough people in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there is a lot of questionable T-shirts. A lot of them are made in China. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that um, just the way? Yeah. Yeah. Like I I love whenever people mess with that flag. One of my favorites being uh the please tread on me flag for BDSM. I love it. And then the one that looks exactly the same that but just says don't read to me. (laughs) (laughs) Priceless. Priceless. Oh man. Yeah, it, it, everything that happened was so fucking awful. The 
I don't know if you guys watched the woman get shot. I don't know if you guys saw that video. I, I saw it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to watch it. I can't watch I've people seen get it. hurt. It makes me too upset. You don't really see much, but I did watch it from two different angles. Yeah. And first of all, uh, she had to literally fight her way through a police barricade that kindly tried to stop her mm -hmm. as they smashed through the windows. And then once she got to the windows, the police on the other side warned her, told her to stop, showed that they had a gun, and then she still tried to climb through. Yeah, there's like a and, full 15 seconds when they pop the gun out and somebody yells, oh, they have a gun. And she still yes. kept going. Yes, yes. Um, and. And the reason the police eventually move out of the way is because there's a tactical unit arriving that takes their place. So they're like literally trying to steer the crowd away. There's like SWAT team there and stuff. And she's still climbing. And that room she was trying to get into is the speaker's lobby. There were senators on the other side on the yeah. video. You can identify and see them. So like at that point, you've gotten this far into your coup. You're violently breaking windows you're trying to climb through. They have to assume at that point that you mean the senator's harm. They warned you and then they shot. And that's what happens. And I don't understand why anyone is. I mean, I understand that, again, this is a person that had a family. And so understandably, people are going to be upset and miss them. But at the same time, choices were made and hurtful choices were made. And I feel like the officers in that situation did what they had to do. And I don't really, I, I hate people comparing her to victims of police violence because that's not what this was. Yeah, bro. You know, they want justice for a woman throwing a coup, but not justice for a woman sleeping in her bed. That shit's Thank fucked. Thank you. Yes. It is fucked. Yes. Yeah. I think what is so absurd to me is just this narrative of oppression falsely you know this yeah. idea that a bunch of people who have never really experienced real oppression besides possibly economic oppression which is part of capitalism part of the system that they love coming to a place choosing not to see choosing not to understand systemic oppression like of racism but then seeing themselves as oppressed when they spew violent rhetoric, take violent action, and suffer minor consequences. So it's just, it's absurd to me, sort of the disconnect between people and the amount of privilege it takes to storm a Capitol building. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, I'm really interested to see what the fallout is for the delay in deploying the National Guard. Because I feel like for me, that's one of those things that I'm like, they should have been there ahead of time. Yeah. Like, like this was online. People knew this was happening. Yeah. The fact that they weren't there is strange to begin with. But then the fact that they were called and delayed is mind blowing. My, like, that's why people died. Fuck. And there are police officers that were off duty and attending from all yeah. across the country. And so yeah. it's you're really seeing the police as a force. And you're, people are like, well, police you know there's like a few bad apples and blah 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 and it's like oh so you just put police officers who tried to overtake the government on administrative lead well like the second what? part of that phrase is a few rotten apples spoils the bunch of the whole bunch yeah it's 
it's just baffling to me the amount of hypocrisy in what's happening and i i think that's what's really hard to see is just the blindness and that makes it so much more dangerous yeah one of the things that made me the most upset about this entire you know everyone talking about it was just that like especially in that video where you see that woman get shot or the moments leading up to it <clears throat> the people are in the face of these police officers uh banging on walls banging on the windows actively like you know destroying property trying to get into where the senators and the the, the congress people are um and then <laughs> And then there's the the reason I asked Andrea if she saw that video is because um, in one of the angles, the one closest to the line, the one where you actually can see the gun from. Um, yes, I've seen that one. They are talking to the police officers, essentially in, in, in I'm paraphrasing here, but they're basically like, look, we don't want to kill you, you know, yeah. like, we don't want you're not the one we're here for. So, like, we should make it. They kept saying this term, like, we should make a pact. We should make a pact. Oh, my God. Trying to convince them to, like, be on their side. And so it's like, that's what's happening. They're smashing these windows. These police officers don't do anything. I mean, here's the thing there's that one cop in the middle of the shot who stands still while a guy punches over his shoulder, just past his face, into the window behind him. And what I couldn't figure out from the videos, because I've watched both times, is if for some reason they felt overpowered or didn't think that they were able to take an action because they are vastly outnumbered in that video. But then once the other team arrives, there's a part of me that's like, start rounding people up. (laughs) Like this is, you know, the time to stand there while someone punches a window out over your shoulder is is done like well you know one of my main point was that you know they're doing that and the police response is no there's nothing you know nothing happens um, right when i was protesting uh racial inequality and police brutality in los angeles uh in in early 2020 uh we were doing nothing we were marching in the streets and mostly on the sidewalk. I mean, people weren't trying to like impede traffic. You know, no one was like going on the freeways. That's That was not the goal. The goal was just to, you know, protest. And the city of Los Angeles was on our side. Like wherever we walked, people were outside of their fucking windows holding signs. Cars were honking at us and cheering us on. They had set up like medic tents. They had set up like water stations, um, like places where you could go for hand sanitizer. They had everything. Everything was very peaceful, very calm. Uh, we did nothing and the police came in force. And also the National Guard was deployed almost immediately. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We immediately. saw them drive in. There, there's no, no one had guns. There were no fucking senators, no Congress people. There was no uh, direct threat to anyone's life. It was a very peaceful protest. No damage to property was being like, it wasn't, we weren't trying to go destroy a building. We were walking around trying to bring awareness to a thing. And they sent out National Guard, um, who weirdly enough were way better than the police. The National Guard were actively helping people in, from what I saw on the days that I went. They were actively helping people. They were giving people direction. They personally told me like, hey, this is what they're plan- this is what the police are planning on doing. So like you should tell people to go out this way or you should tell people to leave now. And they were right. They weren't giving me false information because we got out of there before they started 
closing off the street so that they could purposefully arrest us. I mean, something that they obviously didn't extend to the people planning a coup, but they did it to us. Yep. And then on top of that, they pushed us back. I personally got hit in the gut with a fucking nightstick. You know, they, they beat us. They shot at us with rubber bullets. They shot tear gas at us. We were doing nothing. We did absolutely nothing. And they, they, there's no response that's happening. And it's very clear that the difference is race and political affiliation. That's it. And even the political affiliation feels like just another symptom of this racial inequality that's happening. They don't care. They don't care about us. And that's the thing. They, re they really don't. When he's fucking sitting in a goddamn war room looking at the television screens watching all of this shit happen while his fucking son's and parading dancing. around. Yeah. Dancing. Fucking dancing with that stupid ass fucking like, I don't know. He looks like... Like he's jerking off two people in front yes. of him at all times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Weird uh. arm movements. Like he saw half the movie Hitch, but didn't get to the dance scene. <laughs> <laughs> For all of these reasons and more is why it's so difficult to fucking cover it right now. And I'm not going to lie to you. I just like today and yesterday just like fucking broke down, man. Just kind of cried for a bit. Like it's so upsetting and it's so... Like, they don't care. That's the worst part, is that they don't care about us. They don't care about anybody that's not <clears throat> a rich white person. And that's the worst part, is, like, all of these people... Do, did you guys see the quote where Trump was mad that they... <laughs> that they looked too low class or whatever, that that's what he was upset about with his protesters with the, or no, protesters. but that's really funny. Yeah. I'm like, dude, your base are people that would like risk their own health to go to a fucking Applebee's. Exactly. What did you expect? <laughs> exactly. I'm willing to die for a fucking Chili's right now. That's your fucking base. Hey, Hey, I said Applebee's. <laughs> Don't, don't you drag chilies into don't this. you drag chilies into this and their I delicious tex-mex cuisine i feel god in this chilies tonight i did buy a sweatshirt that says i feel god in this chilies tonight and then took selfies in it so you know what guilty as charged i think what's crazy to me too is just this like absurd bending of christianity like all, that's what definitely makes it a so cult to me hard. is like all the photos of like Trump being crucified and like he's the false prophet. But yes. like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, I'm actually a pretty big fan of all of those pictures of him being crucified. <laughs> They're hilarious. <laughs> fucking great. They're just what? <laughs> um, but I I just can't see anyone right now who's supporting Trump. Anyone who's supporting this anyone who's doing any of this i there's zero doubt in my mind that you are either a white supremacist or living in a world where you can forgive it that's the thing that yeah. affects me that that it's mm -hmm. just like you can't fucking tell me that it's okay that you believe any of this is okay and it's and and even your fucking stupid little like oh what about the violence at the black lives matter movement well like i said they were fucking that's hey not i don't know if you guys know but we don't hold sessions of congress in a target an american though that may be like that <laughs> that would be the most american it would be a walmart come on either way yeah. storming a target and then storming our capital during our legal election proceedings are two vastly different things. And even storming of the target was not condoned by the people 
who it was white supremacist looters yeah it, it yeah. just it, the thing is it's like even if it wasn't like that shit's not the difference is is that any of the property damage that happened was not condoned or called upon by the members or i don't yep. know if you want to call them members but the people who are at the forefront of the black lives matter movement the organizers yeah they're not organized that shit is a side effect of what's happening the fucking yep. president called for this shit to happen do you remember during the debates where they were like can you denounce white supremacist groups and he didn't he said proud boys yes. stand back and stand stand by. by and this is what he meant and they did and they stood by for this for a day when he fucking called them he organized it he he condoned it until it looked bad for him until he was and forced the, to fucking apologize yes and i it it frustrates me to no end that we have not been able to remove him already he's a traitor 100 percent um behind the bastards did a really good series and it was essentially the rise of fascism in nazi germany and something that was really interesting that they covered is sort of the moderate germans desire to look away from what adolf hitler was saying yeah and that's kind of what we're seeing with trump is like we see people saying like he doesn't really mean that and he's saying fuck everyone that isn't white i don't care about this like he is telling us who he is with his actions and there are moderate quote unquote moderate republicans that are not they're just like well that's hyperbole and he doesn't really mean that and but i'm conservative and i've always voted conservative and these are my values instead of really listening to someone saying and telling you who they are and that is how he's been able to become so dangerous two things first of all i'm gonna butcher the quote because i don't have it on hand but there's uh one of the most powerful martin luther king quotes in my opinion is that one of the most uh one of the most detrimental groups of people to uh, black people is the white moderate, you know, the people yeah. who just want to return to the norm because the norm for them was fine. The norm for them yeah. has always been fine. They've never had to deal with any of this shit, which is my second point. Um, Trump's slogan was make America great again. That's what it was. When has America ever been great for anyone who's not white? It has been slowly kind of getting better for us. But historically, the more you go back, it doesn't get better. It's not like you go back 20 years ago and life was fucking killer for black and brown people. It's not like you go back even for uh, you can't even go back. What? Uh, 200 years at this point without people just being owned by people, I think. I did either of you see Arnold Schwarzenegger's video, which I know sounds trivial and ridiculous, but talking about Terminator uh, again. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> fucking Terminator. Uh, so Terminator put out a video today where he basically is like, "Hey, I grew up in Austria right after World War II, and let me tell you how this shit plays out." And he basically is like, "Trump's doing exactly what Hitler did, and our entire generation suffered for it." So now is not the time for leniency. Now is not the time to tolerate this shit. Fuck it. Like, he's a traitor. Yeah. I was just like, yes, Terminator. <laughs> you tell him, Terminator. I'm going to pretend that I forgot about you having an affair with your, you know, in a second family with your maid. But like, you tell him on this thing, Terminator. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I... That's one of the other things is one of one of the uh, one of the parts of uh, the final Trump episode was going to be covering the the rise of the Hollywood politician that happened in the early 2000s. 
and how, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, by contrast to a lot of Hollywood celebrities, was conservative, but he he defined himself as fiscally conservative, socially liberal. And one of his big platforms was uh, that he was pro-choice. Uh, and I was like, oh, oh, really now, Arnold? What could have <laughs> happened in your life that would make you see abortions as a thing you want to keep? Mm. <laughs> oh yeah mm. honestly the hypocrisy of a lot of republican senators that are not pro-choice is that the choice always exists for them and whoever they get pregnant so it's kind of like mm, okay yeah god it's my fucking birthday tomorrow Happy birthday to what you. you. I, I, I'm going to need you to go to Sonora Town and eat as much cheese as it takes yeah. for you to shit out all these bad feelings. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow I'm going to uh, just kind of take it easy, just have a chill day. I think on Wednesday I, I'm going to go with a friend to a to a, a gun range that's open and just like get that out. That sounds fun as yeah, shit, Yeah, man. There's no, I love guns. And I'll say that right now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan of guns. Do I think that there should be a lot more gun control and uh, a lot more kind of forethought and who's allowed to access guns? Uh, yeah. Because I can tell you from personal experience, not from my personal experience, like not me. I'm not, I gotta say this very clear. I'm not the one who did this. But I know a lot of uh, <laughs> people who legally should not be able to get guns that have way too many guns. <laughs> and it's like, bro, you keep going to jail for the illegal uh, possession of a firearm. Stop you mean buying Wayne? guns. I mean, Little Wayne, <laughs> yes, but that's not... <laughs> He's not related to me, so that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Jake and I are thinking about getting real into archery. Yeah. Ooh, I'm super down. I'm ready to Katniss this revolution or whatever. Uh, do you want to tell everyone, just to bring up the mood a little bit, mm -hmm. do you want to tell everyone about the t-shirts you got? Oh, my God. Wait, did you get... Hold on. All right. So here's how it started. A couple weeks ago, on uh, we have a Discord channel, by the way. I'm going to put the link for the, the Discord channel that we have in the, uh, the show notes for this episode so you can go find us. Uh, I'm also going to post in the Facebook group today uh, another reminder or a, a link rather. Um, so where you can join the Discord uh, server. There's a, a lot of really amazing fans of the show that have started it there. And if you're not really into the whole Facebook group thing, because I get it, fuck Facebook and fuck Zuck, you know, like I, 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 I understand. But if you want, um, if you don't like Facebook and you want a community that is on par with our Facebook group, the Discord server is so incredibly wholesome and loving and there's like a whole channel there where you can go and like talk to you can like just vent about shit and people will like talk with you about it they have like movie nights um we also are planning some like game nights there that i'm definitely going to be a part of and i'm assuming we can get like Paige and andrea on maybe play some like among us because that's something you could do from your fucking phone it's really fun i'm 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 a big fan of the discord server but a couple weeks ago, uh, I got a notification, a mention from the Discord server where there were there's like ten thousand people just going, Armando, what's what's your t-shirt size? Which is never <laughs> a good thing. It's always bad. Um, hold on, give me one second. Oh yeah, I really want to see this. I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, I was 
Well, I, and Armando will probably tell you uh, about what happened when we got them and okay, what we thought they were versus what they actually were. Okay, so uh, that's what they sent. They, they kept asking me, like, where, what, what's your t-shirt size? And I was like, oh, fucking great. I can't wait to see what happens. So um, a couple days ago, uh, Paige goes, hey, I think Jackbox sent you some stuff. And I was like, what? Yeah, it was on the return address. It said Jackbox Games. Yeah, so we were, you know, we were obviously very confused and wanted to know what it was. And what it was were two t-shirts uh, that Colt Podcast fans had made for us or made for me. Here's the first one. <laughs> it says, fuck the French. Who shat on that thing? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And mustache right right where your titties go. Oh, That's yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, the mustache kind of looks like titties, which is That's my favorite part about it. That's kind of what I thought it was. It. I was like, why do they draw titties on your shirt? That seems like bullying. And then I was like, oh, it's a mustache. And then, I, yeah, I will. I'll post pictures of this in uh, the Discord channel and the Facebook group and, and on Instagram and stuff. Uh, the second shirt is my favorite. Um, let me just show it to you. So it's a drawing of a penis <laughs> and balls. <laughs> and they're pointing at one of the balls and it says pee ball. And then underneath it, it says, got come with a winky face. Okay. The Do funniest you? thing to me is that it is the silhouette of a penis and balls, but the balls are on top and the penis is on the bottom. So it kind of, at first, I thought it was like Mickey Mouse, but someone who doesn't know how to draw legs. <laughs> I mean, that's all a penis really is. Right? I was just like, oh no, Disney's not going to like this at all. <laughs> I really hope that this service that Jackbox provides is like automated because otherwise some Jackbox employee saw these two prints and was like, hey, we got to stop doing this. We can't allow. <laughs> we cannot let them just do this. This is fucked up. Oh, man. Knowing how the arts work, a real person had to do that in some way. A real person touched that shirt and had to be like, <sighs> wage baby <laughs> thank you so much to uh whoever did this please uh please hit me up i know that it was a couple people from the discord channel the discord server rather um that was so nice and if you sent us a halliburton stapler and a bunch of stickers please hit us up on social media so we know who you are because we there wasn't a what? note so we don't know who it was but I, I have it. It's for someday when we have an office, we have a stapler from Halliburton. You're I welcome. only want an office for this pur purpose. <laughs> Why are we doing anything else? This is amazing. <clears throat> this is absolutely amazing. I did not. <laughs> I did not know that. And I'm so proud. <laughs> oh, man. I love this fucking show so much. <laughs> it's pretty great. It is pretty great. Uh, Armando was talking earlier at the very beginning of this episode about having uh recognizing the the gang the graffiti tags yeah. and mm -hmm. is a yeah is that what your neighborhood's uh next door app is yeah <laughs> that's basically what it is uh it's just 
like that's how you get your news is through graffiti tags. I want to give you guys oh, a little bit of story time about some stuff that's happened in my in my apartment. Um, <laughs> so first of all, on Friday, I was streaming uh, some Among Us on uh, John Reisinger's Twitch stream with some of our Rooster Teeth friends. And at one point, I got imposter, uh, which meant that I had to go chase people around and kill them and kind of be strategic. Um, but then I started hearing a noise and I didn't know quite what it was. And, uh, I kind of took off my headphones and I realized that it was my upstairs neighbors having the loudest sex I've ever (laughs) heard. And they were fucking to music. And I, okay, I'm going to give both of you one guess as to what the song was. And I guarantee you that you will never in a million years know what it is. Despacito. Nope. Damn it. <laughs> can I ask any questions or do I just have to get to guess? You can, I'll allow both of you to ask two questions and Andrea, you can, you can guess again. Was it in English? Yes. Okay. Um, is it, is it a radio song or is it a song that occurs in regular life that was not meant for radio consumption? <sighs> I feel like there's gotta be a radio edit. But I, okay. I I would imagine that they would play this on that. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say they probably still do play this on the radio. Okay. Um, but maybe not a station that I would listen to. Andrea, you've got two questions. Okay. What era is this from? I don't know. Um, is it like classic rock or is it like hip hop? It's like, not hip hop. It- it's closer to classic rock, but I wouldn't call it classic rock. It's probably more like... Uh, 2000s era i i okay. have a guess and if i'm right i'm gonna lose my mind it's a, it's a song that you would never imagine in a million years that anyone would have sex to andrea you have one more question is it a sad song yes <laughs> it, wait, it's a sad song. okay then that's not the one i was thinking of mm. what's the word i'm there's a song that i'm thinking of it's the one where it's like uh Da 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 na 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 and Jesus and played the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. It's not hallelujah, that but that's a good Damn guess. Damn it. Okay. Paige, what's your that guess? is a good guess. My guess was the friends theme. Uh, <laughs> it does. Because, because here's here's what I, here's how I pictured it happening. Uh they they had the TV on. They were going to go to bed. They decided to get frisky before bed. They forget to turn the TV off and Friends is always on. So it's either that or the Law and Order theme song. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? I'm so ready. Yeah. I want to know. We're having incredibly loud sex to the rhythm of Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Bay. <laughs> I ride this lonely bone on the (laughs) only bed I've ever known while the city sleeps and I'm the one who's wrong. (laughs) That is the most Hollywood thing I've ever heard. I really hope that it was like an actor who was like, my big break was about to come, but then COVID hit and now I just fucked to this song. (laughs) My shadow. (laughs) (laughs) dick's the only thing inside you anyway yeah they uh 
the best part okay two things the best part for me was that they were hitting that rhythm which i don't know if you've listened to the song no. in a while. how can you stay horny at that rhythm i don't understand he had, it he, his stroke game was like a villain doing a slow clap while performing their monologue <laughs> That dick, that dick was I like, just... hello, Mr. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine that with every stroke, his like long black emo bangs like got out of the way so he could see her ass. I'm just picturing his balls pendulum swinging in slow motion, just like slap. Oh, my God. Slap. <laughs> slap. Legit, my first boyfriend loved to fuck to tool, oh. and it was just like the worst. It was the least sexy music ever, but that's always what he wanted to put on. And I was just like, why? I don't want to have sex with you anymore. I, 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 yeah, I don't think I've ever specifically had sex to music. Like, I don't think I've ever like turned something on to do it. If it's not like Usher sexy rap jams, like what the fuck? What are you doing? I was, I was staying in a hotel uh, about a week ago and uh, uh, the day before New Year's Eve. So New Year's Eve Eve, I guess, is what you would call it. Or you would just call it, what is that? Fucking uh, this, this December 30th, uh, the couple in the room next to me started having incredibly loud sex at like two it started at one in the morning and they were uh fucking to uh reggaeton music which is so and he was oh, hitting that yeah. motherfucking really it was like yeah and it was fucking and like he did that for an hour and after an Jeez. hour i was like bro i'm not even mad i'm just impressed at this point <laughs> And then what drugs are you on? <laughs> and then at a certain point the music stopped and the sex kind of paused for a second and then he started playing like really slow Drake songs and I was like, "Oh my boy, you work. You somebody get my man's a Gatorade, please." <laughs> oh man. And it's just yeah, it, it's it's such a common occurrence here. I also want to be clear uh, because the reason I brought this up, that 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 fucking to Green Day happened while I was doing a Twitch stream. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah. God. And so like I had to explain to these people that I was streaming with what was going on and <laughs> everyone lost their fucking minds. It was a really fun stream. At one point in the game, John Reisinger plugged in his piano to his computer and played a Boulevard of Broken Dreams. <laughs> See, I was watching that stream and then logged off to go do something, and now I'm upset because, like, I missed all of it. It was so fun. You can find it on That's John fantastic. Reisinger's Twitch, which is twitch.com slash John Reisinger. Um, you can also follow, you know, him on Instagram, Twitter. He's great. It, I had such a great time, and everyone uh, over there is so, 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 so much fun. I also, if you missed that stream and you do want to watch me play with, uh, John again and, and, and a lot more of the Rooster Teeth crew, uh, I will be streaming Among Us, uh, on Rooster Teeth on their official website and the official app, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday at 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, which is 1 p.m. Central time? Yes. Okay. Thank uh -huh. God. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, tune in for that because hopefully my neighbors will be fucking again. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god. Why Maybe would... this time it'll <laughs> 21 bucks. Oh. And this is the real reason why we shouldn't have most of America working from home because of all of the daytime sex. There's going to be so many babies. They're going to be called oh, th- yeah. this next generation is going to be called COVID boomers and that's what we have. No, I mean, legit, like, so much of our population has died, it's going to just balance it out. Jesus. That's the darkest thing you've said, and I once, and on this very podcast, I called for the death of babies, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a ray of sunshine, what can I say? (laughs) Oh my god, this has been so much fun. Um, Like I said, catch me on Rooster Teeth tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, That's the Rooster Teeth website, the Rooster Teeth app. You can get on your fucking TV if you want at this point. Um, it's really fun, and I cannot wait. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mondo Does Stuff. That's M-A-N-D-O Does Stuff, all one word. Hey, hey guys. If you want to... <laughs> Uh, if you want to look at cute animals in fields of flowers, uh, boy, do I, you can, uh, check out my art on Instagram at Andrea Gazetta. I have some pretty cool things coming up. I have a feature spot at Arch Enemy Arts, um, and you can go to their Instagram at Arch Enemy Arts, uh, and check out that show. It opens January 22nd. So if you want to get on the preview list, I have, new adorable animals it's called andrea's enchanted pet shop and they all have personalities and some don't like the government and so you know (laughs) go uh, check out those cute animals the only one that does like the government is the pig that you drew (laughs) (laughs) oh i haven't drawn a pig probably because of sadness reasons but i also have a show at the baton rouge gallery it's uh the surreal salon 13 and there's a lot of other really amazing artists there so if you check out the Baton Rouge Gallery, if you're in the area, or if you just want to find them online, everything is viewable online, obviously, right now. So I just have some cool art out right now, and you guys should go check it out and see what's up. You definitely want to go check it out. I've seen all of Andrea's artwork, obviously, and some of the, I mean, this stuff is some of my favorite pieces of artwork that she's ever done. They're just really cute, and they're a really great antidote to everything horrible that's happening. I just want to collect cute animals and die in my purple room that's it that's all i want i have a rainbow light in here now and skulls for some reason but i just want comfort and joy and i don't want to think about anything sad for a while there we go sorry america adorable where can people follow you uh you can follow me on twitter at sundress comic on instagram at andrea gazetta and on tiktok baby at andrea Uh, gazetta yay yay that's andrea gazetta y-a-y because my name is taken by some italian kids (laughs) (laughs) stupid italians Okay. Boys having my name. Right. I'm, just, I'm just picturing him doing TikTok dances, holding handfuls of pasta. Just like, <laughs> it's me, Andrea Gazetta. The problem is that in Italy, Andrea is a man's name. And yes. so like the other people that have my name are just men that have real professions like doctors. And I'm just like, I make cute animals. What's up? And they're like, What's we up? save adorable animals. No, they don't save animals. They save people. But sure. I mean, they may save them for dessert. What? <laughs> Cooking. Hey, that's what hey. Spumoni is. It's actually a small dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
God, no. It's not, but I like saying it's that. It's delicious pistachio ice cream. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, if you want to tell me what I should be playing next, I might not do it. Who knows? Uh, after Horizon Zero Dawn, you can tell me all those things at Paige Wesley on Twitter or at Rampage Wesley on Instagram. Also at Rampage Wesley on TikTok. I don't post anything. I just use it to send Andrea cute videos of dogs <laughs> and songs about dogs. And um, also Pokemon videos. And also Pokemon videos uh, where I call them the wrong names like Onion Turtle. And <laughs> that's what I'm up to these days. Yeah. I mean, that's all. I hate TikTok so much. I hate it so much. I hate it so much because it's not Vine and that's the only reason I hate it. But um if you want to follow our show on uh, social media, you can find us on Instagram at Colt Podcast. On Twitter at Colt Podcast Show. You can also send us an email to Colt Podcast Show at gmail.com. And if you want to send us uh, more Halliburton staplers or t shirts about balls, uh, then you can send those to 3756 West Avenue 40, Sweet K, number 237. Like, like the, the shining. shining Los Angeles, California 90065 Yeah, and if you want a new place to listen to the show Man, I suggest Rooster Tea Yeah, the Rooster Teeth crew Has been very great to us And Rooster Teeth is uh, An awesome place to get a bunch of cool content um, like our show, uh, you can also listen to Good Morning from Hell, Red Web, Black Box Down, uh, and then also watch some dope ass like shows. Like go go check out uh, Fun House's stuff. Go check out uh, Ruby is a is a show that I've been getting into a little bit. Um, yeah, there's just so much there. It's really fun. You can download the app. You can go to roosterteeth.com. You can also get the app on a lot of your devices like your Xbox, uh, your TV um your amazon fire stick there's just so many different places that you can put us and have us uh and yeah yeah get on that fire stick baby yeah i'm pretty sure that's one of the lines from boulevard of broken dreams (laughs) i was gonna say that's what your neighbors were up to last night riding that fire stick (laughs) oh my god god damn (laughs) i don't think anything that moves that slowly can be called fire but sure Oh, man. And I think with that, I'm going to say don't drink bleach. I know the president told you to, but it's a bad idea. Oh my God. I don't know. If you believe him, do it. I really oh, my God. This point. <laughs> Fuck you. If you want to believe President Trump about anything, drink that bleach, kiddo. Uh, and don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye. 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 Bye.